<laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Observe and Retort. It is week 28. It's not really. It's week 28 <laughs> of 2021. Okay, Allegedly. we're a bit delayed. Okay, yeah. For our one year anniversary. Yeah. I mean, what can we do? What can we say? Life happens. Life just happens all the time. But we also have some news yeah. for our one year anniversary. Yes, these are the news. Big the news. Listeners. Yeah. Yeah. You want to break it? <laughs> you want to break it to the <laughs> listeners? <laughs> that after one year yeah. of great fun and great stories, mm-hmm. we think it's time for Observe and Retort to drift off into the sunset. Yes, it's time. Fall off the edge of the flat earth. <laughs> <laughs> I think also it kind of makes sense because it's been a I'm not going to say it's been a great year. It's been a it's it has been, not a been a great, great time doing the podcast and we started this because we were desperate to talk about something else and to have a little lighthearted fun yeah. at, in the middle of all the terribleness and yeah, and we did that. So, I think that's I, great. Yeah, I think that after... So, for this episode, we're going to give you some updates. We're going to go back, all the way back to the very start, and tell you some things about the stories that we've been talking about for the last year. Mm. And having done that, I think it has become even more clear how much, like, there were super special stories that no one had heard. Yeah. In the busiest time where people were only when trump was still around you know yeah fuck him but thank you for <laughs> giving us a great concept <laughs> because the with corona and trump and That's i mean everything yeah as we all now recognize corona's over we don't need to worry about it it's uh, gone it's finished so just yeah not a not a trace of it in society or anywhere it is entirely over and <laughs> far right issues in the US, they're gone too. I would Black like lives to say... now matter. <laughs> and Brexit is a great success. We fixed so, it, David. We, you and I fixed it. We absolutely fixed totally. it. Totally. The world is healing. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, now that those stories are no longer so dominating, interesting stories are actually in the news yeah, these days. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I keep seeing stories that I'm like, that's amazing. And then mm-hmm. I see it on the front page of all these fucking newspapers. And I go, you're a piece of shit. How yeah, dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare you? But the also the thing is that it doesn't mean that there isn't a lot of terrible shit happening. And that the the US administration is not doing terrible things. It's just that no, like people don't want to talk about it. But, but I think people do want to. But it's just not. Trump. <laughs> no, that's not my point. We did it, Joe. No. Yeah, that's great. My point is, it's not as... Uh, Headline worthy? Is that... No, no, for this podcast, oh. like, there's not the same feeling of... Like, I think it's really fun. Obviously, it's still been fun the whole way through. Talking about weird news? Yeah. Yeah. 
finding an, an article we just like this is i mean now that free britney i'm going to talk about that in a while. oh my god yes so much has happened we oh. talked about free britney and britney ages ago when oh it was a crazy conspiracy theory and now it's actually oh yeah everywhere. it's going down it's going down it's true also by the way we are actually sitting here together recording for the we first are. time in like seven months which yes. is wild um but we thought also that the final episode like we had to to be in the same room i think that makes sense yes <sighs> yeah but yeah so i think it's a it's a good moment on a year mm -hmm. and having had such a great time and also got some really lovely like i don't know about you but i get really great feedback yeah me too it's very nice all sorts of people people who i was not expecting yes to listen to my voice it once a week <laughs> for a year <laughs> uh, it really makes my day whenever somebody yeah talks about it so yeah like thank you for all of you for listening and telling your friends and yeah it's just been really fun even though this is obviously not like the biggest podcast or anything it is it's been we've we've done some some good numbers i mean we've had like three thousand listens or something really yeah wow okay I for our we, we little average, obscure asses we average like good. 50 listen maybe a bit less recently yeah <laughs> no wonder we've been so inconsistent when, when, that's when, our fault when we Damn don't it. when we don't post every week then it does go up and down i do also feel like people deserve a little better uh, when it comes to being on time and stuff and i felt guilty that we couldn't deliver because life happens and like we do other things and all that and um yeah so i feel like in many different aspects it makes sense to called it a day on observant retort i mean it's been i'm gonna miss it it's been really fun and i'm probably gonna do some other podcast stuff because i really love this medium it's I really fun really hope you do <laughs> i <laughs> will put it on the instagram um of observant retort if i if i or when i do something new and i hope people will have a listen and see if you like that i know it's not going to be the same without david uh arguably will be better <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? Why uh, would you? Of course not. It will be. It will be nothing. No, it'll be. I, it'll I be. I think good. it'll be onwards and upwards. <laughs> <laughs> Preposterous. Do you want to go first? Do you want to? Because you have a bunch I, of stuff. I. I. So yeah. And I have one thing, <laughs> and a lot about that. So we both agreed that we'd look back at our old stories and I kind of just dipped and I looked through across all of the weeks and Luna's taking a deep dive on what is one of our best stories and yeah. one that gets commented on a lot. One I still think about just spontaneously sometimes yeah. and I wanted to see what was up and shit us up. So. <laughs> um, so yeah, I looked through all the weeks and I looked right back to week 28 of 2020. Mm -hmm. The first week that we record, or we actually have a secret hidden episode that never got published. But uh, We do? With the first one? The very first episode <gasps> we recorded. What was wrong with it? There was something with the sound and oh. it was just... But other than the mystery episode that only the most ambitious of collectors can locate... <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> In our first published episode, I just really like 
that the first story that you brought oh, what's that? was about a man oh. carving a penis yes. and putting it in his... And I feel that really set the tone. Oh, it did. For a year of <laughs> phallic stories. <laughs> You're welcome. Particularly from one side of the table. But it also varied. You I know, don't sometimes... judge you on your, you know, your yeah, yeah, it was, interest, it David. Was, it was this side of the table. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> people know the truth. You've got to love a good, you know, wooden penis story. I mean. And a good sticking it to the... Municipal man. <laughs> the, <laughs> municipal uh, man, yes. The lower, <laughs> lower quality bureaucrat from a fucking housing association <laughs> or local council of 200 people. We had a fair number of stories yeah. that were about very local politics. And actually, yeah. you can see entirely why they didn't make the main news. But I was looking through and going, there's definitely a theme. There was the Russian cleaner. I was just thinking about that right now and thinking, yeah. I wonder how she's doing. How is she doing? Uh, I I looked and I didn't find a single article okay. on what's going on. I, like The village had like 200 people in it. So Marina Ugoskaya, I hope you're, I hope you're doing good out there. I hope things are going well. <laughs> we also talked about pineapple. Oh yeah, the the, the Australian yeah. mayor. I have what a. What is he doing? A devastating update. Oh no! Ah, <gasps> uh, not wow. not that devastating. He's he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so I, I should explain some more things for anyone who can't remember this story or hasn't listened to every single episode of this podcast, and then I'm shocked. How dare shocked. you? <laughs> so Chris Pineapple Hooper right. was uh, a hippie, no shoes wearing. Uh, I think he was a vegan uh, guy in a town in Australia, mm-hmm. and he ran for mayor against the this candidate who was like the mainstream candidate, right? And. She won in a landslide, but the rules that the state government had just changed like three or four months before, they'd mm-hmm. introduced legislation to say, because we want to hold less elections because we don't want to spend the money on all of these like emergency elections, uh-huh. whoever comes second just becomes the mayor. And no one else ran against her apart from this shoeless hippie who was like, I want to stand up and... and... <sighs> just take a stand and he knew he was never gonna win right and then she had a corruption scandal she went on facebook live wearing do you remember that she was wearing a full the the uh the bubble wrap yeah oh my god i forgot about she wore a suit made of bubble wrap to say somehow she was like untouchable she was safe from these attacks she wasn't (laughs) safe she had to resign she was corrupt (laughs) and then he was gonna take over oh my god unfortunately the state government, despite having changed the law three or four months before this happened, yeah. rushed through legislation okay. and he ended up losing the election that they forced to happen against a normal councillor. 
Wait, so that so he didn't become he didn't mayor. become mayor. Like he was supposed to become mayor. Uh, but they, they did a they they changed the law because he specifically because he won. We can't have anything nice. <laughs> no. So or he's uh he's still campaigning. Okay. He's still good for him. He's a happy guy. That's good. <laughs> he's still chill. He still looks really cool. <laughs> I'm sure uh-huh. he does. Oh my goodness. But unfortunately, this uh, councillor Tony Williams, who oh, he just looks like everything you don't want. <laughs> he looks like Mitch McConnell if Mitch McConnell had a bit more hair. Is he conservative? He looks like he's. I don't know what he is, but he looks like he's melting into a suit, like a <laughs> oh, a suit, not a soup. <laughs> <laughs> into a soupy suit. Yeah. He's a tiny little turtle head poking out of a. Freshly tied tie. <laughs> and that's very disappointing compared to the pineapple Hawaii shirt wearing. Yeah, how are you going to measure up to that? Yeah. You can't do that. Um, in this by-election, by the way, after he was the only opponent in the last one, now 17 different people ran the next time. So oh. a lot of people were like, Inspired. We've got a chance. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, did we have any other small town politics? I mean, we did have a lot of small town politics I feel like we did have a, a good chunk. Also, Aunt Pikachu. Yes. She's doing well. Good. She's on the, Aunt Pikachu was in Chile. She was, uh, an activist who went out to protest against, uh, the constitution of Chile, which was made under a former dictatorship and people got very angry and then they all went out into the streets to protest and there were a lot of attacks on protesters and one of the most famous people was an um, older woman who dressed up as Pikachu and went out into the streets and then was called Aunt Pikachu. I also found out, which I don't think we knew at the time, Okay. The reason that she had the Pikachu suit at all okay. was her son, who was seven at the time, this is some time ago, took his father's credit card and bought 600,000 Chilean pesos worth of Detective Pikachu merchandise. Oh my God. Which is like $800, which was a lot That's for them. Why... Did we have a story that we, that kind of... I can't remember. About popsicles or something? No? Maybe there was a weekly what the fuck of a kid who bought tons of something. Yeah. Kids buying an enormous amount of something on the internet. It's a a thing. So he bought all this Detective Pikachu stuff and they tried to return it, but they were unable to get a refund. So her husband and her sold most of the items, but kept the inflatable Pikachu costume. Just for Halloween, they were like, well, we've already bought it and we can't sell it for the same price we bought it. So, right. fuck. And then <laughs> she ended up wearing it out to the protest, ended up becoming this hero, ended up getting elected to the body that's writing the new constitution. That's fucking amazing. I also found out that now she's on her seventh or eighth Pikachu suit because... Slowly making her way through. Apparently, <laughs> uh... <laughs> no, she only had one at first, but then she had to replace them multiple times. Oh. Apparently, tear gas is really bad for inflatable Halloween costumes. What is bad for? Tear gas. 
Oh. Tear yeah. gas. Tear gas. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. It was tearing up the costume with the tear gas. As yes. You know. You get it. Yeah. You get it. I get it. I get it. I totally get a, it. It's been a fucking long day, guys. It's been a long week. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Uh, but that's nice to hear that our friend Pikachu is doing well. Yeah. She's doing great. Um, that makes me happy. I do. I think some of the the smaller stories were some of the most fun. Like that's from all over the last year that we've done all dumb things. Just looking through and being like, what else did we... Uh, in updates, do you remember Nidhi Razdan? She was the journalist in India who got a fake job offer from Harvard and then yes oh my god left her very high profile journalism job for a professorship that didn't exist at a school that didn't exist how is she doing she's now the director of strategic programs and outreach at gitam university which is in india okay uh and visiting faculty at another university so she has found herself a university position Slightly less prestigious. A little bit, a little bit. But I mean, it's it's, it's good. Still pretty It's legit. It's real. (laughs) I mean, that's the start, right? Yeah, it's a real university, I think. (laughs) I'm going to double check that that's a real (laughs) university because... Oh, no. Yes. Yes. It's on Google, so it must be. One of the best deemed to be universities in India. Okay. Good for her. One of the best deemed to be. That's a peculiar phrasing. Oh, the first question is... Is it real? (laughs) Is Gitsum University fake? That's a red flag. What does it say? (laughs) I think... I think that it is real. Maybe well, I you should've. heard it here, folks. David thinks it's real, I so I, I, I guess... I should have gone into that a bit more. <laughs> um, it looks it looks real. There's a picture of the building? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a picture of the... Sh- shut up. Um, <laughs> or I also looked a bit at our... our st- only very, very briefly at the start, and I was looking at like what our most popular episodes were. Yeah. Um, which were Me Too makes it to Denmark three years after the rest of the world. Right. Because that one got a lot of shares. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Cannon being yeah. anti-Semitic. That was in the beginning, I feel like. In the but that world. one's grown over time as well. Like it was popular at the start and yeah. then it's continued building. Okay. Um, That's cool. So yeah, the Den- Me Too making it to Denmark was about, I mean, it's kind of in the name, but yeah. <laughs> like the, politicians the media being... and politicians yeah. and uh, <clears throat> other industries, the legal industry and all sorts, like having all of these things come out. Mm-hmm. Um, also now, like it, it continues. I feel like every yeah. week there's something new and this comedian. Shout out to the brewing industry. Oh my <laughs> God. Let's Yeah. The fucking brewing industry is having a reckoning and uh, that's wild. And, but also just with Danish media and we have so many, so many people just not believing women and 
there's been all these accusations and then Danish men who like pe- people respect like Brian Merck, the comedian, he he's he made a, a, a big post about uh yeah, um we just have to teach our girls to say no because that's obviously the problem and um obviously. like we and then um a couple days ago and this is not something new, but a 15-year-old girl in Denmark um, was being catcalled. And then she told the guy that she was 15 and she did not appreciate that. And that was creepy. And then he punched her and kicked her. Uh, yeah. So that's great. Uh, so, yeah, all this keeps just going and going. So is anyone asking this comedian... <laughs> How should she have said no better mm, well, for you? Like what? Yeah, what should? What's the what ideal way to say here? no yeah. in that scenario? And so now there's a hashtag trending on Twitter that says, oh, "What was it? You know, something along the lines of, you know, what happened when I said no?" Yeah. And it's women like sharing what should happen after that they had said no, and it's a lot of, of terrible, awful stuff obviously and i it's just like screaming into the void because it's something that is so for me so clear and it's also sad that so many women have to go to social media to scream once again about their trauma because nobody believes them and everybody wants proof and facts and their experiences are never enough and i'm just so tired because danes are we just don't want to hear it we don't want to deal with it and we don't want to tell men to be better it's all it always comes down to us and i am so goddamn tired fuck seriously come on that's just my rant thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) um but i'm happy that a lot of people listen to the episode yes that's very cool. Uh, what else was up there? There was also is period leave feminist. Oh, which that I was think a good was one, one too. Of my, my personal favorites. Uh huh. I was in the summer uh, house at that point. Yeah, that's true. I still think no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've. Uh, I, I I have uh, I have nothing new to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long, and I'm and also I'm um, now I'm a little afraid to comment on something I haven't thought about in so long. Yeah, so that's fair. I mean, we have a um, refresher course in it or something. And then I think the last one that I really enjoyed. That's just a. F- I don't have like a specific update on it. But an episode that was really early on, actually. Yeah. It's our second episode. Oh. But I still get caught. This and the Brazil. Yes. Uh, what was the second one? It was the honey trap. The Chinese ambassador. What? To the Nepalese government was accused of seducing the prime minister. And then a lot, load of Indian nationalists used it to say. We talked a lot about like these Himalayan fights, yes. and there was this Chinese ambassador who 
all of these Indian nationalists uh, posted pictures slapping? of her just looking. Oh. No. It wasn't the slapping. No, she supposedly seduced oh, the yes. prime minister. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, I remember. Yes, that was that was good. That yeah. was very, very um, good. It kind of died off. I didn't find anything about um, either of them mm. after... Yeah, after that. Okay. So, uh, it just it's just seemed the the, out. the rumors seem to entirely disappear. Mm. Like as as much as as we talked about, they were effectively yeah nonsense. But that's very much um, the news. I feel like it's like ooh, and then this story, and then it disappears afterwards. And yeah, because I was googling for stories, and I was like, why is this so difficult to find any updates? Yeah. I mean, you obviously did a good job, and I could have <laughs> put my back into it more, I guess. But yeah. But she's still the ambassador. Okay. Uh, so it had precisely no effect, and all of the pictures they found of this woman looking like a woman. <laughs> yeah, oh, daring yeah. to she oh, has a red yeah. dress i'm pretty sure guys that means that she's secretly seducing the Ugh, prime minister yeah what a whore um, <laughs> so um, stupid it is the, yeah. oh my god it's so ridiculous yeah i remember that we have we have the pictures on instagram yeah, and there oh yeah and i'm just i'm jumping all over the place now here with random like do it i realized that we've already mentioned both of them but the Nick Cannon uh, being a massive fucking anti-Semite <laughs> and free bit Britney. Britney. <laughs> I can't speak at all today. Free Britney uh, were the same week. They were, in fact, they were week That's 30. That's true. And Epic. now, a year, next week it will be a year later. Okay. Nick Cannon has all of his TV shows back. Ugh. Britney still isn't him? free. He's such a bad actor. Why do we keep insisting on putting him on shows? Yeah, Britney is not. She is. Yeah. So apparently you're allowed to. Just fucking Peter. deny the Holocaust and not give a shit. And it's fine. Hate Jews. And then it's as fine. long as you just wait a little while, mm. you're fine. Yeah. But you're not allowed to be a woman yeah cancel culture who has <laughs> money and a shitty dad that's not so a shitty family yeah honestly but yeah i really hope shit is gonna happen soon i've been following the britney thing ever yeah. since i got into the free britney thing when we talked about it a year ago yeah i've been following and uh and then there was the free britney documentary did you ever watch that no. okay i mean it's all i felt pretty up to date from <laughs> like, my amazing job yeah. of telling you about it yeah but like i've followed it since then and then because it was so relatively early on in yeah. this i mean obviously there's been some people who've been campaigning for years and years but of course <laughs> yeah so i've noticed every time there have been articles and stuff so i've just kept up to date yeah it's it's kind of wild and at least now she can pick her own lawyer and i feel like her posts on instagram it used to be very weird vague kind of yeah i don't even know how to describe it kind of eerie yeah. <laughs> content of her maybe just dancing and that's kind of the only way she could express herself and but then it was still monitored by you know her handlers or what the fuck yeah. it's called the conservators and all that 
Uh, and now I feel like her posts are getting more real. And I'm wondering if somehow she has gotten more leeway in, in terms of, of actually writing her own posts and like that they maybe are losing a little bit of control in some way, maybe also because she's getting she new representation her, Yeah, she or has her own lawyer now, right? And so right. that's... I really hope shit's going to gonna happen. Yeah. And also she's not happy about her sister. Nobody's happy, happy about the sister and it's just a shit show. It's a fucking shit show. Also that she... Like this can be such a big talk and it should be. Uh, I don't feel qualified to talk about But the fact that that she has been forced to keep an uh, IUD. Yeah, that's really fucked. Uh, and that, you know, and it, it's it's just reflecting a huge problem with the conservatorships and, um, and um, people who are differently abled and, you know, uh, are in a conservatorship and how basically they do not have the right to marry or to have their own kids like everybody like pe other people are making their decisions and it's it's time it's so fucking time that we take a real real fucking look at that because it's been neglected for way too long so uh i hope this shakes shit up and that we keep talking about it because yeah i mean everybody's talking about it because it's britney but there are so many people that yeah. are not famous who this is happening to you know wow. so i hope it makes waves mm. do you have more uh i missed one out but i just you know <laughs> do, I, do, I want, do you want to is it a penis story it's not a penis story. Aww. It's another story that we were talking about nice and early. Nice. Which mm -hmm. became very big. And now I think has dropped back off the news, which okay. is we were talking about Belarus. Right. Really early. With, the, we with the guy who was about, poisoned or? Uh, with, we had a few different stories. We did. And the undercover. The... The first one yeah. was the Russians who were undercover who got caught because they weren't drinking enough yes. in the spa. So <laughs> all of so the spies good. got caught because they didn't drink. Oh my God. That's still hilarious. Um, oh my goodness. And then we talked about the three different opposition uh, women candidates for right. the presidency right. yeah. who are in various stages of i mean the last dictatorship in europe still remains that is <sighs> they haven't won sadly yeah uh maybe things will continue to change but i feel like it's mm. dipped out of the news the last few months yeah i see some stories here and there yeah but yeah it's gone a little silent uh, anyway, that was my little was whistle-stop tour. Nice. Apart nice. from the other story that I get the most comments on, I don't even know how many, almost a year after uh -huh. it was first reported. Wait, is that my story? That is your okay. story. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I, I remember seeing the story and thinking oh my god i've won the lottery with this goddamn <laughs> like it was just the more the more i read the more i lost my mind over how 
dramatic and insane it all was. So I'm of course gonna give you an update on Fortelista Santos de Sousa, the Brazilian politician, preacher, and singer with 55 kids whose husband was shot and killed outside their home. So when I talked about this a year ago, it um, it was pretty fresh and it was more about, oh, this just happened and everybody was kind of confused and um, and it was more about what people thought happened and now i i found this article that you also saw from um let me see Guardian. from from new york times from john lee anderson who wrote this long article about fortelis and he because he had gone to interview her at her home in december uh and it's it's like a fascinating read so if you want to if you want to no more details because I I've already taken too many notes <laughs> and I, I don't know if I should even go through all of it. it's a lot um, because it's a fascinating read and this woman she's like off the rails honestly I don't even know it's it's wild what's happening I can't he oh there I am <laughs> I just thought I thought something was wrong with the microphone sorry okay so um, Yes, the police believed it was her biological son, Flavio, who shot and killed his stepdad. And, you know, they thought it was a, a stage break in that Fordelis had ordered from her kids. And the late husband, Anderson do Carmo, used to be an adopted son of yeah. Fordelis, too. Remember that? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, he was 14. She was 30 when she took him in in 1991. And then they got married. In 1998 so it's just this is this story is just oozing of wrong on so many levels and it's always fascinating when it's people who are so obviously uh, like who are so convinced that they are somehow godly in a way and I think that is the case with her because she I mean she was so admired and adored and she was like this you know christ-like people were like oh and then you took in all these street kids you took you're you know you're the savior and all that and she very much leaned into this like she wanted to create this image of her and then this happened and it's like what the fuck is happening ah <laughs> oh, yeah so after the scandal people in the government wanted her to not like finish her term like to, that they could take the term away from her but they couldn't because of the government rules at that point um so last may 4th after almost two years after uh Karamo's murder it was announced that she uh Flordelis and her children would be tried by a popular jury uh and also since then like there was this movie made about her remember like about her life and yeah. all this. And now a lot of the actors have come forth and be like, oh no, <laughs> I regret it. I really, I would not do that today. And I don't blame them because <laughs> that does not look good. At least they didn't work with Woody Allen. I mean, at least, well, we don't know. <laughs> Ooh, if you were in that, in her movie and also worked with Woody Allen, oosh, ouch. Yeah, that stinks. That's not good. Um, so now she is charged with triple murder, 
uh, attempted murder, use of false docu uh, documents, and armed criminal association. Although, by virtue of her parliamentary immunity, she remains on probation. And uh, so she walks around at home with an electronic uh, anklet. So, you know, she can, they can keep an eye on her. But she's still, she is still insisting that she is thoroughly innocent. And that's what is fascinating to hear her talk about. <laughs> like, hearing him, the journalist, uh, write about him talking to her and how she's portraying the situation. He's a good writer, and obviously this is also biased from like he. This is through his eyes, uh, but it is yeah. It's just it's a fun read. So, reading this article, it's so she's very over the top in the way she describes herself and her husband and their lives. It's like very. She's trying so hard to paint this very beautiful romantic picture of their relationship. Um, it's. It's like a very bad novel that she's trying to sell people I a mean, little bit. Grooming often looks very romantic, right? Mm -hmm. I've so. watched a lot of movies and I can tell you, grooming children is very romantic. People love that. Yeah. Just look at Woody Allen. <laughs> he made a fucking career on that shit. Jesus. Oh my God. We're all doomed. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So. Uh, the way she describes being together the hours before her husband's murder, it's, it's just so detailed in a way that it, it's just very... Alibi. <laughs> also, I don't know if it's also because she... I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but it's just very... You know, you can almost hear the hand gestures and the... Oh, and the... Mm, and it's just like, you're, lady, you're, you're on trial for murder. And here you are just trying to sell us the story. So I'm going to, I'm going to read some quotes because I feel like I can talk about this, but you kind of, yeah, you have to have some real feeling of what's in there. She said, this is about before, like a few hours before I was murdered. There was a moment when I ran, he ran after me. I threatened to throw sand at him. Then he stopped. And then I remembered the hour and I said, love, we have worship today. It was already dawn. We got in the car and left. Like, this is the way. It's very, ah. Oh. And, and this is another quote. At home, the gate control had a glitch, so Anderson got out to, to hit it and make it open. As Fratellis climbed the stairs, heels in hand, she saw that he had lagged behind to peck at his cell phone. And there's a quote. I looked at him and said, Darling, don't forget to close the gate. It was the last time I saw him alive. When she heard the gunshots, she had wanted to run to him, but she maintained some of her children surrounded her and held her back. So Fardelis fell, uh, fell silent, and when she spoke again, her voice was small and, and strangled. I didn't know it was going to happen. If I knew for sure, I wouldn't have left him. Because we had, we had the dream of dying together. We thought we would die together on the roads of life. You see what I mean? You see what I mean? <laughs> it's so, it's so over the top. 
but but again maybe that is how you would talk about if you if your loved one just got murdered but yeah, i do feel I, like she's trying so hard to paint this picture separately from what she said having looked at the evidence it looks very much like mm -hmm. she fucking killed him oh yeah <laughs> oh absolutely it does i do not look i good think for there's uh i think it's really difficult to read into how people speak or how people act after i agree something it's important to say yeah because there's, there's not a right way to react to someone yeah. dying i'm I'm... I think she's guilty as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So then I just lean into agreeing with you on, yeah, yeah, she's reacting wrong because of all the other reasons. Like, guilty as fucking. <laughs> but I will say that the next line of the article also has something to say. So it says, After Fratellis finished talking about the murder, the mood brightened quickly and she took me on a tour of the compound. She seemed to want to show me that this was a happy, harmonious place. Yeah, but again, like you could. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Again, this is through his eyes. Yeah. This is him interpreting the situation. And through my eyes, thinking she's guilty as fuck, I'm like, well, she shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That makes her look more guilty. <laughs> but I'm just aware that yeah. that also happens with innocent people do stuff that's super yes. weird or. But this is a woman trying or... so hard to be a saint. This is yeah, a woman who has tried to sell just this. Just because you try so hard to be a saint doesn't mean you murdered your husband. The fact that she That's murdered her husband. That's very true. That's very true. Is <laughs> the reason she murdered her husband. Like, not the reason, the reason. It's the. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It doesn't look good. There are also people out there who desperately try to be saints and don't. They're not all saints. I'm not going to start singing, I promise. I <laughs> I'll quickly move on. So John Lee Anderson, the journalist, talked to the son, Misael, whose original name was Wagner. Mm. But Fratellis changed it when she took him in when he was 12. Also, this person uh, did have a family and stuff, but she did convince him that he would be better off living with her. Um, and he's the one that got out of the situation okay. because he got a girlfriend who was like this is fucking crazy like so so that kind of someone grounding you in that situation when you have been brainwashed so yeah. it's it's your only ticket out yeah um yeah so he's the one that got out he shares how they did religious ceremonies uh in the house uh this is a quote from the um the, the article Michelle recalled that prayer sessions with Fordelis were tinged with occult practices. Whenever we prayed, it was for a purpose, he said. If you wanted to have control over someone, we put melon, honey, and crystal sugar in a pot, then left your name in the honey with the name of the person with an engagement ring. And then we lit a candle and we all prayed together for seven days. If anyone asked why those rituals weren't in the Bible, she would say that they had been professed by Christ in the past, but been lost to history. Once, Misael said, Fordelis had locked him in a room for 21 days to pray. They only knocked on the door to deliver food because according to her, I needed to be purified. 
So this is a fucking cult. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I think, to be fair, we knew that already. Yeah, but, I mean... <laughs> nice to get some confirmation. Yeah. So the, the way that, you know, cult leaders or sect leaders is the same shit. Like, you know, when... It never ceased to amaze me how they recruit people. Some, like, this was just, oh, getting neglected kids off the street and, you know, calling them your own and brainwashing them and then making them do all the shit you want them to do. Terrible. Just terrible. So, according to the narrative that the police assembled, the family had been trying to kill the husband, uh... Uh, the father since at least 2018 uh they have laced his food with arsenic they have been poisoning him for a while modern day rasputin like it's (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's wild uh luana michelle's wife recalled that anderson had vomited during meetings and that flordelis had said anderson is going to die because he's in god's way it doesn't look good it's not great I mean, it is hearsay, guys. But you know, I believe her. They wanted to die together. Yeah, on the roads of life. Come on, why are you taking it away from them? So, the children accused of taking part in the plot didn't dispute the poisoning attempts, but they maintained that Anderson's killing had been an act of revenge, driven by a daughter named Simone. Simone says Anderson sexually assaulted her for years, even throughout her cancer treatment. She said that she had endured the assaults only because he had paid for her medical treatment. And if that's true, that's terrible. Yeah. That is terrible. A lawyer for Anderson's family contradicted this with a document showing that the treatment was paid for by insurance. So then that makes you pause, right? Because I, I, mean, I don't like to say that survivors are lying. But this, this is not good. Like, this is not a... If that is a part of the claim that he was black, kind of blackmailing her... And but ho- how old was... She, like, how old was she at the time? I actually am not sure. Because I don't know. if I was a child, yeah. am I gonna... Especially a child in a culty, abusive home. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna know... And even if I do know, am I necessarily going to understand the difference between insurance paying and, or is he just said like, uh, it could, he could have, he just could just say, said, said it. Yeah. I don't know how old she is. Actually. You're getting treatment. Cause yeah, that's true. So I don't think that clears anything up. True. But I will also say under the circumstances that she has grown up in a household with Flordelis as the mother yeah. and looking at how she has brainwashed and, and made her her kids do things for her i would not be surprised if anyone lied for her i'm not saying that that this is the case because i mean maybe now he did fucking full circle to woody allen yeah <laughs> actually i just wanted to talk about woody today so thank you for that uh no it, it, uh, maybe we don't know if it what is true and if it's true then i mean fine he's dead that's good uh but yeah <laughs> No, but for real, if you fucking sexually assaulted her, then bye, you know? I don't know. I think there's other ways forward. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Look at you being so optimistic. Uh, But sure, I don't know what's happened here. That's not 
optimistic. I think that <laughs> hoping for society <laughs> that we have some degree of civilization yeah. and we don't you know, just fucking I like hyperbole. Batman I... people <laughs> off roofs because they're criminal pieces of shit. I think there's yes. other options here. I don't believe in the death sentence. But Unless I do like people by... getting... <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of feelings, okay? They're, sometimes they're contradictory. That's how being a person is. I'm not gonna... I know, I know, David. I know. <laughs> okay, so. Simone admitted to authorities that she had supplied money to buy the murder weapon. But she said... She had lost track of the plot afterwards and had been away from the compound the night of the killing, meeting a lover at a motel. She also denied taking part in the poisoning attempts, even though the police found records of her phone of Google searches for, quote, someone badass, quote, where to find killers and easy to buy lethal poison to kill a person. She maintains that a friend's dog was sick. It was a dog that was sick and she hoped to put him out of his misery because uh, yeah. she's a nice person. That person. To kill Rover. a <laughs> Easy to buy lethal poison to kill a person. Ah, ah, I mean dog. I mean dog. No. It doesn't really it doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. God, Google searches. But then again, I Googled the weirdest shit. Also, as a true crime lover, mm, I mean, yeah, they could probably look at my Google search and be like, And okay. this is when we need to segue into our sponsor, a <laughs> VPN. <laughs> God damn, we should have got some sponsorship for this show. We just got more that actually in this household. Uh, this is not an ad. We don't <laughs> have any sponsors. We're... Mulvad don't. We're nobody. Uh, <laughs> Mulvad don't make sponsorships anyway, so. I'm sure they don't. Okay, so in court, Flordelis denied knowing anything about sexual abuse. In a subsequent TV interview, though, she claimed that abuse had driven Simone to mastermind the killing. So she's not sure what she believes, I think. Yeah. She is a little all over the place. And reading this article, it, it's just, it becomes clear how much the kids were conditioned to do everything for her. And it's just major cold vibes. It's unsettling as fuck. Uh, and also it's weird. So police couldn't find uh, Fertelis and Anderson's phones after the killing. It was super weird and suspicious. But the thing is that they were able to download the entirety of his records from the cloud. Because uh, they got access to that somehow. And uh, it seemed that Fertelis and Anderson was caught in a marriage that, as the leaders of a prominent church, you know, they couldn't just easily separate. Yeah. That was the thing. So she was the public face and the elected official. He controlled the money and seemed to be the driving intelligence behind her political career. And police found an email in which Anderson complained that she was get, like, wasn't giving him enough credit for his work, basically. So other communications suggested a growing complicity between her and a pastor, Luciano. So, you know, there are theories that 
she was planning to replace Anderson with Luciano mm. and that she was able to manipulate the kids into killing him, uh, killing Anderson because she had this, she has this like psychological power over them. And yeah, um, I think definitely go read this article if you, if you want to like know more, it's uh, it's a good read. Also, you can, I think you can listen to it. It has like a, a listen option and it's an hour it's a long article <laughs> but he writes uh he's a good writer and uh yeah it's interesting I, and that's all i have i was like i have to stop myself now i have to <laughs> i have to end this at some point so that was a little update on that it was a fun update yeah it's <laughs> so much fun and does that mean it's now time for weekly <gasps> what the fuck wow, 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 wow. Yeah, I thought I'd do it live just for old yeah, times. But where was the? There it was. You missed that out. Like what? Oh, you think they're gonna be disappointed? I think. I think they will. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, do you have any? I have one that could easily be a what the fuck of the year. Oh. Ah, uh, but it is from week twenty-eight, I think. Okay. Um, okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> looking at your watch I just got the date on my watch okay that that's why I, <laughs> I was looking at the time like yeah week 28 is <laughs> but it doesn't say the week on your arm Not, but I can count from the day to day you're so smart yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, continue uh, do you, do you want to go should I go What's you go the... I want to hear yours yeah Okay, so mine takes place over a long period of time. I need to go back 10 years to start this story. Oh, okay. And I need to bring you an article from The Onion. Okay, you know what The Onion is, right? Yes, I do know what The Onion is. For anyone who doesn't know what The Onion is, it's a satire newspaper. Yeah. Very, very funny. I assume that everyone knows it, but yeah, if you don't, probably do. it's great. It's been struggling recently because the world overtook satire in fucking stupidity. And now yeah, they no, just can't I, write dumb enough stuff to know, account for where I the know. world is. But, Ironically, not the onion is really taking off. <laughs> you know? So this article from July 2011. Okay. The 18th of July 2011. U.S. quietly slips out of Afghanistan in dead of night. Yeah. In what officials said was the only way to move on from what has become a sad and unpleasant situation, all 100,000 U.S. military and intelligence personnel crept out of their barracks in the dead of the night, Sunday, and quietly slipped out of Afghanistan. And this is This the is onion. 10 years ago, The Onion. Satire, yes. This is satire. U.S. commanders explained their sudden pullout in a short handwritten note left at Bagram Airfield, their largest base of operations in the country. By the time you read this, we will be gone, the note to the nation of Afghanistan read in part. We regret any pain this may cause you, but this was something we needed to do. We couldn't go on like this forever. We still care about you very much, but in the end, we feel this is for the best. Oh my god. So yeah, that's... uh. That's 10 years ago. Uh -huh. Now I have a story from 
July 2021. Yeah. Not The Onion. Yeah. This is from the Associated Press. US left Afghan airfield at night. Didn't tell new commander. The US left <laughs> Afghanistan's Bagram airfield after nearly 20 years by shutting off the electricity and slipping away in the night without notifying the base's new Afghan commander, oh who discovered the Americans' departure more than two hours after they left, Afghan military officials said. Jesus Christ. The US announced Friday it had completely vacated its biggest airfield in the country in advance of the final withdrawal. We heard some rumor that the Americans had left Bagram and finally by seven o'clock in the morning, we understood it was confirmed they had left Bagram. So almost exactly 10 years later, as wow. I said, the Onion's struggling these days because satire has, the real world has yeah, overtaken satire in how fucking stupid it is. Yeah, I wow. just saw that and I just couldn't, I couldn't, com I think that's my what the fuck of the decade that I mean, it's come so exactly true. Yeah, like to, to, yeah, to the T. It's wild, honestly. The world is a fucked up place, yeah. David. Okay. So that's my weekly, yearly, decadely, what the fuck? Yeah. What have you that, got? I have three. <laughs> Um, so this one says, police chase ends at McDonald's drive-thru as woman orders food in middle of pursuit. And I will say this could be me. <laughs> I felt this. I was like, fuck, I could really go for a fucking cheeseburger right now. So this woman, Gardell is her last name, I guess. She... She pulled into the drive-thru at nearby McDonald's to try and order food, but officers found her and tried to arrest her. So she'd been on the run. I, it just took a, a few sentences from this. Officers approached her in two vehicles, but she intentionally struck one before veering off the road and getting the stolen pickup truck stuck in a pile of mulch that was on the McDonald's property. <laughs> this is like a bad comedy. Officers were then able to pull Cardell out of the vehicle as she fought and struggled with them during the arrest. So this woman, she... She made some choices. <laughs> <laughs> and we respect every one of those choices. I mean, not a thing to say about anything here. It's just well done. Only praise. And, okay, so let's keep the crazy American women going here. Is that offensive? Okay. Nevada, Nevada woman breaks into dentist's office, pulls 13 teeth from patient. That <laughs> that facial expression is is appropriate, David. What? I, I, uh, Was the yeah. patient knocked out? Uh, uh, I hope, fucking hope so. I mean, it's horrible either yes, way, but... Yes, okay. yeah. Uh, and actually, she... Okay, so her name is Eich, uh, I think, last name. She allegedly stole 22861 in cash, uh, dollars, and checks during the May 3rd break-in. I think, actually, she broke in twice. So one one of them was getting the money, and then another one, she... She didn't get enough teeth. 
<laughs> I get it. You know, <laughs> yeah. you break into a dentist's <laughs> office and then you're like, motherfucker, I all I got was money. Ugh. Yeah, that's disappointing. This is what happens when you've got a debt to the tooth fairy because <laughs> that motherfucker collects. Right? <laughs> this is terrible. I would be, can you imagine being that person, being fucking traumatized for life, being just like someone just taking 13 teeth from your mouth, David, I had without your consent. Eight teeth taken out in one go. Did you? Yeah. What? When I was, I don't know, 11 or 12 or something. What happened? Why? I had a tooth, like a baby tooth that wasn't going. Uh-huh. And then they were going to remove that one. And my mum mentioned to the dentist, as like an offhand thing, oh yeah, she lost her last baby tooth when she was like 21 or something, like super weirdly late. Wow. Okay. And the dentist was like, Oh, well, I guess it's just genetic. Let's just take all of them out. Let's just do it in one go. Fuck it. Oh. Well, do it live. That's what he (laughs) said. Holy shit. Uh, So then I had. Oh my God. A long time. Months of just being a goofy fucking four teeth at the front. And that was pretty much it. Oh, baby. That's so sad. So I can say from personal experience. Can we give the people a picture on the Instagram? I would not have a picture. Oh. Like I... <laughs> <laughs> that, would be, that would be so cute though. But they took them out in one go. Yeah. Or did you have to come back? Over? They also knocked me out and they, they just dragged out eight teeth. Okay, so you were completely unconscious? Yeah. Good for you at least. <laughs> That's something. Jesus. And then I watched Shaun of the <sighs> Dead four times in a day and a half. I was high as fuck, so I, oh. I'd been knocked out. It was funny Did you get tear every gas? time. Did you get tear gas? No, not, not tear gas. Laughing gas. Laughing. Yes. <laughs> now we're just all I have been place. brainwashed by 2020 and 2021. <laughs> I don't even remember that there are nice things. So, what's it called? Laughing gas? Yeah. Or I remember not, getting that no, one. No, not la- like laughing gas doesn't knock you out. No. Uh, but maybe you got both. I don't know if they were crazy in the nineties. I, well, I guess one, it was early two thousands. I, I was I was gone, but yeah. I was uh, you poor thing, a happy little bunny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, but you know, I was very sleepy and entertained for the next several days. That's a, an okay um, state to be in, I would say. I think I watched Shaun of the Dead and Four Weddings <laughs> and a funeral multiple times, both. <laughs> Just, just proper British yeah, uh, entertainment. I was, I was committed. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shit. Oh my god. Well, anyway, this lady. Yes, it says the tooth extradition. That's not what extraction. it says. Extraction. <laughs> extraction. Get yes, these teeth. Let's go. <laughs> they have committed a severe crime. <laughs> Maybe that's and what we she must thought. Them they must be removed. Oh my god. Yeah, she. This happened on a different date than the break-in. Um, yeah, and she also admitted to using anesthetic disposed, uh, disposed of by the the office. So mm. yeah, she also this the picture of the lady. I don't think she's doing well. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't think she's great. But I mean, if you're gonna break into a dentist's office, and also I have a lot of questions as to how this even, like. How is there a person there that you're able to do this on? Where is the dentist? Yeah. 
Like what? Sam's just peaced out for babies. Like I, I have, I have questions. Anyway, I'm not gonna get answers. Not for me, at least. <laughs> okay, and then I have, then I have one more. Okay. Last, last weekly. It's what gonna the be fuck. the last weekly. What the fuck ever. Yeah. So. Yeah. I hope it's. I hope it's. It's a little pressure. On yeah. You know. There's a lot of pressure. Man robbed after filming porn at abandoned building in Mississippi. <laughs> Police say the robber, who was still naked from shooting the film, made the victim send him $200 through Cash App. The victim tried to run away, but was chased and shot at by the naked gunman, who put several holes in his car. And then there's a, a quote from the detective. In my seven years of doing this, this is one of the most unique incidents that I've ever run across. I mean yeah i what you have questions yeah i mean there's just there's a few options like sounds to me like we're only hearing one guy's side of this story <laughs> yes it doesn't sound impossible no that this guy tried to scam a sex worker and the sex worker wasn't taking shit <laughs> like i'm not saying that's what happened I'm just saying it sounds mm -hmm. like maybe they had an agreement to pay $200. And oh. then he was like, peace out. <laughs> and then that's the a, other that's guy a got out a gun and was like, no. <laughs> you know what? Today yeah. we're not choosing peace. <laughs> Today we're choosing I get fucking paid. <laughs> There's a lot of options. I, uh, but this is... It happened at, at an abandoned alternative school while three people were making an adult film around noon Sunday. So there were three people? There were three people. Yeah. Honestly, this Like, that's a very me. specific fetish. To be like, I want to go film a porn <laughs> film with someone and then I'm going to rob them. Yeah. And I'm going to do it on a platform where they can track who they sent the money to. And I will be firing my gun. <laughs> and hell, like... Yeah, that is specific. I just... People have crazy needs now, David. You know, it can't get wild enough. Purely on the fact that we know, mm -hmm. I think a more likely explanation is that this guy tried to scam a sex worker and then he got the wrong end of the stick. That is definitely um, a theory. I honestly have no idea. That could very well be. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. but if you're shooting at something, like, don't shoot. Don't shoot at people. Have you ever been scammed? You not felt just a pure anger? Uh, I still think I wouldn't shoot people, though. I, I do, mean, I do believe. I don't think I'd shoot someone, but I'd fucking want to. Oh, sure. No, that's someone still right. That is two different things. <laughs> You were very pro-murder in specific situations earlier. I feel like <laughs> scam can go on that list pretty I easily. I said I'm, I have got contradictory feelings, David. I'm a <laughs> like, complicated person. Uh, but I get it. So if you just happen to have a gun, right? Yeah, I'm just laying around. Like I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying this is definitely the case. I don't know what I was don't have a gun, David. Why do you hearts. keep saying I have a gun? No, I said I don't know what was in these people's Stop hearts. Stop walking over there. It's not there. <laughs> Perhaps, allegedly, yes. But, mm. there's a lot of potential explanations yeah. for 
what actually happened out there. Yeah, yeah. While this little trio did their business. <laughs> when that business. I guess we'll never know. Probably, like, the most likely scenario yeah. is that the robber owed money to the tooth fairy because she fucking collects. <laughs> like you... <laughs> Let me tell you. That's what we call a callback. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you have unfinished business with the tooth fairy. But then again, I mean, you've been hurt before, wanna... obviously. Look. So you were obviously traumatized. <laughs> with I only got one low. Did okay. you get some money Look. from the tooth fairy when you got all those teeth? I don't think out? I got you never an appropriate amount <laughs> based on the sacrifices that I made. I would agree with that. Yeah. It does not sound like you did so what yeah. a note what a note to end on yeah fuck the tooth fairy yeah, yeah. Come fucking Thank come for, for me <laughs> thanks for following <laughs> these very very articulate news stories from us and, thank uh, you for being with us on this yeah journey this year You've it's made been it really super fun. fun yeah um and and we'll keep you notified if uh, on our future endeavors yes you should all get in contact and tell Lena to make a new podcast so <laughs> people already started it's uh i have good friends <laughs> let's just say that okay thank you so much you lovely people and um yeah i hope you're all doing well please still do social distancing and everything, honestly. Corona's over. What are you on about? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <sighs> let's not end on fake news. No, let's not. <laughs> like, people want to want to believe what they want to believe. So if you say anything sarcastic or ironic, it's like, oh, well, David said it. So <laughs> you're very, you know, you yeah. say things with confidence. Yesterday was freedom day in the uk oh oh yeah they I, called I, it freedom day that sounds very american i, I fucking know <laughs> oh maybe it's tomorrow anyway it's someday you're I, a good british person i don't <laughs> i left for a reason fuck <laughs> here I, here apologies to the significant number of our listeners <laughs> who reside in love the you UK. love you love you love you come visit denmark it's great Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. We'll, we'll let the whole song play out as a little Aww. cute goodbye.
Thank you and goodbye.